You're listening to Flux, a podcast about design and development. Our crafters will take you on a journey to discover more about digital innovation. Hi everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of Flux, a podcast by Movify. My name is Isabel and I'm the lead UI designer at Movify. And I'm Thomas, UX designer here at Movify. In this episode, we'll be talking with Raphael Hombruck and Arno Ostrowski about design systems. So without further ado, let's welcome Raf and Arno. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. Hey, thank you. So maybe you guys can tell us a little bit about yourselves, a bit of background and what you've been up to. First of all, thanks for, for welcoming us. Um, so I'm Raf, Raphael Omrouk, working at, uh, at Proximus uh, with a background in design, uh, former uh, UX designer, uh, even before it was called uh, UX, um, manager of a design uh, operation team within Proximus since a few months and before uh, developing uh, design within Proximus. Very nice. Thank yeah, you. As, as for me, um, I've been active as a designer for long time, let's say, yeah. uh, working formally with Raf uh, at Proximus for four years, where we built a lot of stuff together. And now I'm a design system owner at Ronstadt in Amsterdam. Oh, nice. Super. Um, well, let's get right into it. Perhaps so we're going to talk a little bit about design systems today. Maybe we can start off just giving a bit of context for our listeners. What exactly is a design system? Well, in... In big companies, uh, I would say that design system is really a source of truth for a variety of profiles, uh, designers, developers, also product specialists. It's really a common language for them to build design interfaces, products. It's really a set of block that you can just assemble together and make web design with it. To make it a bit more concrete, uh, it's also from the very usage of each uh, element that could compose a digital interface, a website, an application, um, from the very usage documentation, how to use things, yeah. you see, how to use, how to create forms, how to create a header, how to create any kind of element that we can find on application and website. Yeah. Um, documentation of usage but also the coding aspect yeah. which is really important and that really makes a difference between what we say a common library uh, up to a very design system that is in my opinion really what makes it a, a design system it when it comes to uh, coding uh, etc okay um and who um who would be involved in the design process of this design system is it just designers or can someone else be involved in it I think the more people you have on board, the best, because as it will act as the source of truth on how you build your digital interfaces, you need to have a different type of people. You need to have stakeholders on board. Yeah. Well, they need to be involved, but they are not meant to participate to everything. But at yeah. least, the very least you need to have is designers, developers, and at least one product specialist to yeah. just guide you yeah. through strategy, business, and things like this. Yeah, I fully agree on this. Um, what is really crucial to understand is that it's a, it's a shadow work. So not everyone is aware of what is a design system, yeah. what it's, what's the purpose of it. Um, and so it's really important to give a bit of a, to put the spotlight on this design system as soon as possible, even if you have barely something created uh, out of the dark, uh, you, you need to, to really 
showcase yeah. uh, what it is. Yeah. Uh, that's that's very crucial. So Arnaud was talking about stakeholders. So it's really a matter of sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Somehow you really need to get the sponsor out of um, anyone that could evangelize the needs of a design system. Otherwise, uh, quickly you will fall in the trap of um, why is this there? Why yeah. why using it? Why building it? Why spending money into it? Mm -hmm. So sponsorship, um, yeah, within stakeholders. And when you say when you say sponsorship, you mean the kind of support of a wider a wider number of people in the company, specifically within the. Like any design um, aspect, uh, very, very uh, difficult to understand. It's abstract. We are doing an abstract uh, yeah. job. Mm -hmm. huh? Let's yeah, say, yeah. Uh, what is design? Is it, oh, is it about your brand? Is it about, oh, this visual? Oh, this color you have put, is yeah. it you? No, it's not me. Uh, I'm, I'm designer, so that's what I do. No, it's important to make them understand, okay, what it is, mm -hmm. first of all. And so that indeed they can they can sponsor it on top yeah. of and, and, and they can they can better evangelize, they can better explain to the many people, but also they, they, they somehow forced to adopt yeah. your design system because yeah. one crucial element is hey, it's good to build something mm. better that people use it. Which is right. Yeah. Right. exactly the moment that you have you get the grip and you really yeah. make it a success. So it's good to get them involved at the beginning then, like any project, when you project manage something, so that they have a sense of ownership as well? It's or even, is it not? Yeah, it's even more than that, I would say, because uh, in the end, when you start a design system, it's not only a documentation for the designers, it will inf influence the whole, the whole process throughout all the product you build. It's really the thing that will help designers to build, yeah. the thing that will help developer to build. Mm. So you need more than just involvement. You mm -hmm. need, as Raf say, sponsorship. You need okay. people that will validate this idea, will pay for it because it will have an impact on the tech stack. It will have an impact on the processes, mm -hmm. on the validations. All those stuff really needs to be, well, em embraced by the company. Yeah. Maybe maybe one detail uh, when we say sponsorship, it's not only about budget yeah. because mm. we can really fall in a trap. Oh, does it cost yeah. us a lot? Will it cost us a lot? No, guys. It's just a matter of taking a bit of time, mm -hmm. um, sparing time in order to make things structurally right, yeah. documented, um, shared with many stakeholders, many many colleagues. Uh, I'm say I'm talking about UX, UI, mm -hmm. uh, the front end developers, etc., etc. So it's it's more about time, mm -hmm. energy, effort, rather than, than money, let's say. So, yeah. Uh, how do you go about then convincing those stakeholders about, that's something that sounds like a lot of negotiation has to be... It's, um, the, the, there is a bit of magic in this. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, be, let's be clear, uh, I have not the perfect recipe for this. Um, we, we had a bit of luck at some point, um, while this luck happened due to something you see yeah. um so we did it simply we were convinced we, we we had around the table people that were very uh, driven by doing things properly mm -hmm. by doing uh, working on coherency through platforms to segment through every designer that work into our ecosystem mm -hmm. makes it the right first time right um so yeah so at some point magic happened but thanks to the people thanks yeah. to thanks to something and um, again sponsorship was was involved at our site uh, quite early um, even at some time they were 
demanding the, 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 the research, but I couldn't say what makes it happen, mm. to be sincere. Maybe mm. Arnaud has, has the answer. I don't know if I have the answer. I have some leads or at least some logic you can follow around that because, of course, it costs money. Like, if you say to a stakeholder, I want to build a design system, yeah. our user will never see it and it will only be for us internally. Mm. Mm. I don't see any business people wanting to pay for yeah. that but there are there are stuff you can you can use there are arguments you can use like automation uh, time to market things that if you have your assets documented done in a sense like if it's just drag and drop elements to build interfaces you spare time mm -hmm. you can focus on on bigger matter yeah. you don't need to know well what's that button again what's the color what's the code it's not yeah. anymore that you can focus on bigger problems yeah. and therefore you 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 spare money you um you 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 make you make things more efficient in a sense so yeah, yeah these are some things you can go for as a arguments i would say yeah Now that I'm reflecting, there is <laughs> that thing that still makes all of a sudden and he put the light in, in the powder, I would say, and, and really make it boom. Um, it was the moment we, we had to convert all our digital ecosystem in for accessibility reason. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. had to, so it was yeah. not even a question, hey, are we eager to? No, it's like legally we are obliged to. And that gave really like a boom into our design yeah. system because mm. we gave a purpose to it. We, we, we really showcased that, oh, my Lord, we have a tool. If ever you spend a bit of money into it, coherency, accessibility will be, will be spread across the ecosystem of our company, like naturally. Yeah. And, and, and mm. kind of a viral, you see, and that makes it, a, that give a, a, a huge accelerator to us while it was already somehow well implemented already. Is your design system already live or is it still being worked on or is it just ongoing the whole time? Let's say that we are the never happy people. Uh, yeah. So, mm -hmm. of course, it's live. Uh, you can even look at it uh, yeah. on, on there is a URL. It's open for anyone that mm -hmm. wants to, to have a look at. We are this kind of people <laughs> believing right. into, yeah. into yeah, open course, yeah. source, etc. Et yeah. we, we, we share things. Um, but so it's live. It's never over it's yeah. never done we aim to open to many more segments to many more platforms we have a complex ecosystem we mm. have many brands many yeah. many platforms many segments so um also the reason this needs to evolve and this need to grow and um, and there is a second round of convincing stakeholders there yeah. is a second round of bringing more people around the table which makes it more complex and, mm. and takes maybe maybe more of time so um voila But life, yes, of course, it's yeah. life. It's living yeah. since uh, more than two years yeah. at this moment. And we have seen in the shadow, but not only, we have seen the very benefits of yeah. it already since, uh, since a while. Yeah. That's what we were going to ask. Like, yeah. What are the main benefits that you've seen now from your design exactly. system? I, if I would answer to you like my stakeholders, I would say, oh, <laughs> coherency, go to market, etc. Yeah. I would say um, we were seeking for top-notch uh, design interface and, 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 and best-in-class uh, interface. Personally, the accessibility is, is really something I'm, I'm driven by. Uh, it's something very important to me. Um, so all these elements are the benefits of it yeah. already. Maybe something that is 
on top of cherry on the cake is collaboration between teams that aren't used to collaborate uh, structurally. We are into squats with UX, UI, with front-end dev. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to a design system, it's, it's a living thing. They know they need to, to participate into yeah. it, etc. And it will grow yeah. and we will make m even more people participate into this. So it's something built by. Yeah, do you find, I mean, it's kind of created this more pluralistic endeavor, let's say. And I mean, I wonder if Proximus is kind of exemplary in that, um, in that it's sort of merging a lot or kind of blurring the lines between UX, UI, maybe within the scope of design systems. Maybe you can talk a little bit about how pro the Proximus mindset of, of that. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good point. I'm I'm not sure it's uh, something specific to Proximus. While I'm, I remain at Proximus. I'm still mm -hmm. uh, working at Proximus. Uh, it's so good working at Proximus up to now. Really, it's it's a it's a true thing. Collaboration is a true thing at Proximus for sure. We speak all the same uh, language, or at least we have all the same common goal and vision and we, we aim to, to solve something. You yeah. see, this yeah. very can-do attitude we, we like to say at Proximus is a living thing. Um, and, and that makes us simply, yeah, eager to collaborate. We, yeah. we just, oh, I need you, you need me. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's, let's have a, let's again, a meeting, let's say. <laughs> and uh, and we, 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 we simply Nothing create indeed. things. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. We touched a little bit on the benefits of design system, but Maybe you can talk a bit about the, the pitfalls because I'm sure it, with benefits there come pitfalls and especially with creating but also maintaining mm -hmm. yeah. the design system. Well, depends on, uh, depending on where you are in the timeline uh, because now it's been almost three years that we are busy with th that design system. Yeah. So we fell in a lot of pitfalls. We avoided some and we learned a lot about that. Um, I think one of the most uh, the most important one is to have that sponsorship. You have to mm -hmm. have people in board, as as Raf said like earlier. Well, if nobody adopts your product, it can just die in a, in a shelf and nobody will yeah. use it. Yeah. So it's very important to, to 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 collaborate with people. And the more people you you get into the conversation, the more people you you have on board the best it is for your design system because it will involve a lot of changes it will involve some frustration at some point because well if you tell a designer that you are going to drive the way things look well it could be a bit frustrating at the beginning so you need also to advocate around design how sh how sh uh, what's the benefits for them also and yeah. how they can they can like leverage this design system mm. to design better interfaces and it's the same for the dev well mm -hmm. if you force them to use some code at some point they say yeah but I'm worth nothing then yeah. so yeah I think for building a design system this is one of the of the main pitfall you, 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 sh you should try to avoid is to have people on board uh, or another one I think while you're still building your design system is to be mindful of the decision you take well, because sometimes, well, you get a stakeholder saying, oh, yeah, but I would like a variant of the button. I have a blue button, I have a red button, but I would like to have a green one. And there... For no mm. reason. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> for no yeah, reason. Yeah. So it's very important to be mindful and to have to be intentional in the way yeah. you take decision because right. at the beginning it doesn't seem like a big decision. Okay, let's add a color. Okay, fine. But then it has some downstream maintenance. It has a lot of 
things that you may have not considered at the beginning and as soon as you release it it has a huge impact and it's even bigger as you are building a system and not just one interface I don't know if you have other pitfalls in mind. I'm surprised you're, you're not. Of course, I, I agree with all of these ones. They're the most most important one. Um, no, I'm surprised about the who we are designing this design system for. Oh yeah, that's very and, good. And, one. And, and and to be sincere, well, I'm not talking about the end user, yeah. meaning our customer. I'm talking about the designers themselves yeah. that first are our user. And um, I would love to hear Arnaud about this. <laughs> but I said that, I talked about the designers. But yeah, in, indeed, uh, we are not building design system for customers. We are building design, design system. Like the personas that we are trying to reach there yeah. are designers, are developers, right. mainly because they are the user. Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought like it's something about how you build a component or... The thing is also that... Uh, from a from a very designer to to a front end, we are not exactly the same people, which is makes a, it no, very right. interesting. Exact and 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 also when we we address something, they, they are used to use, allez, they, they, they are with vocabulary like uh, Git and, and and branches and yeah. and, and, and and versioning and, yeah. and and things like this. While as a designer, let's be let's be frank, we are more the, the creative people. Yeah. It's it's always the latest design that you need to take. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's it. And so, and so of course, when we when we came with a, a new component, a new version of the component, we we had in front of us people like oh what the hell again a new component? What does it change? <laughs> How will we implement this? Yeah. How will we? make it's it sure that it's well used. Yeah. Three hundred mandates. Exact, yeah. exact. Yeah, yeah. And and that's something you need to to really consider into your uh, yeah. into building this yeah. design system, into addressing it the right way, into using the right vocabulary, yeah. into pattern that they are used to. Yeah. Talking a bit about um, the the designers at Proximus, um, you have an operations team, right? Is that um, or design is it operation? New? Design operations. Yeah. yeah. And so, is what's the kind of structure? Like, is there how many people work work on the design system, and is there has any, everyone got their role, and mm -hmm. how does it work? So, first of all, um, I really we really distinct uh, the design system team versus the design operation. Mm -hmm. Of course, there are members one of the others, etc. Um, design system team is one thing, more yeah. like virtual through different chapters, and people are together around the table in order to build something, which is great. Um, at the level of design ops, uh, so we, we, we detected some time ago, it's, it's not today that it mm -hmm. pops in all of a sudden, um, it's something that was already living. Um, we had uh, issues with methodology through the different designers, some were using certain tools, some others. Uh, we, we had different approach of design, we had different deliverables, etc. etc. Some time ago, six months ago, uh, at Proximus, we had a huge transformation. Um, and that transformation really leads us to uh, a bigger bigger chapter. All design uh, skill people were uh, bring together into a big chapter. It's okay. uh, more than 100 of people yeah. around design. It goes from business, service design, UX, UI, content designer even, etc., etc. Okay. And that's really put the spotlight on, oh guys, there is something to do with roles and responsibilities, methodology, yeah. sharing tools, knowledge management, etc., etc. you see? Mm -hmm. And like we did a bit with research some time ago, uh, where now we have a, a full team responsible of bringing research at higher level and really make the practice of research 
best, we need a design operation team that really is responsible of tooling, of bringing coherent methodology, coherent roles and responsibility, clean out some element and, and, and also about knowledge management because it's, it's, uh, it can be easily a, a big mess uh, yeah. otherwise. Yeah. So voila. And um, yeah, one of the members of the design ops is Uh, part of the design system okay. team because that's one tool yeah. at destination of designer but not no, not only mm -hmm. if you remind what we said um, so voila it's um, it's two different living things yeah. but um, really crucial uh, at the also at destination yeah. like one tool at destination of designer what type of uh, design systems have you looked at um, pr uh, as inspiration for this a lot of them a lot of them you know so, successful ones <laughs> yeah well actually um we took inspiration from a lot of them because at proximus uh we have different types of product mm -hmm. and you know when you when you build a design system you have like if you start reading all the literature about design system you found you find like a brad frost atomic design system mm -hmm. you find a lot of you know free-for-all approach or just like good canvas well Some of them are good, all of them are good, but it depends really on, on, on your struggle on a day-to-day -day basis. And Proximus is a very strange one because we have tons of different users. We have dozens of different interfaces. We serve a residential customer, we serve a big company, we serve small company in a variety of ways. So it's very important to be sure that we can cover these all with the design system. Um, of course, we, we got inspired by Carbon, which mm -hmm. is a, a very um, flexible design system, which allows a, a lot uh, with these. We also checked uh, with uh, Lightning from Salesforce, which okay. is a great mm -hmm. one, um, application intensive uh, way of working. And so, you know, taking some pieces here and there, we managed to build something that makes sense today, I guess. Yeah. Because we, tr we found, in a sense, the sweet spot between the flexibility of a design system, but also keeping a good governance around how the things should be used and mm. yeah. how to keep consistency throughout all those medium and channels we have. Yeah, super interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I think we've got time for maybe one last one question. Bonus question? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe just before, before we wrap up, maybe... Um, you could give uh, our listeners a bit of advice about how, about creating and maintaining a successful design system and, and also going about creating a design ops mm -hmm. team as well. How do you, what are the best practices you could give maybe to our listeners? Yeah, I, w I would sum it up like, um, like any of your design projects, uh, be close to your user um, and really understand, do not fall too much too easily into solution. Really understand the problem you aim to solve. Mm. Um, that's the biggest thing, sincerely. Otherwise, it, there's no sense. And if it has no sense, it will simply fall down, which is not what you want. So don't do things for doing things. Mm -hmm. So yeah. to yeah. the very people that are listening to, to us, do not start creating a design system right now, right here. Uh, <laughs> neither a design ops team or whatever. Do it because there is a need, simply. And maintaining a design system? Mm. Do you have any tips? Because that's quite a challenging thing, I think, generally. Mm -hmm. Well, again, if I, if I had to give two advices, the first would be like, get together, just speak with people. As you said, discover the problem, mm -hmm. discuss with your team, just that. And as a designer, I would say, stop designing for the best case scenario. 
start designing for the washed mm. one always good because when you when you release Unhappy this a component mm. let's say a, a simple one like a banner yeah well you say okay my banner it has a title it has a small description and a button let's keep it on two line you can be sure that you'll have someone doing three lines yeah. four lines start adding some list items into them like adding buttons more than one yeah. it will always be that so be prepared to design for the worst case yeah. always okay great very valuable advice you heard it here first <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us today guys yeah it's been really interesting and uh, hope to see you soon thanks again for listening thank you very much thank, thank you. you very much bye, bye. bye. Thank you for listening to Flux. If you like this episode, subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. See you on the next one.